Welcome to Charity Connect Podcast. This is a podcast that connects donors and donors, NGOs and volunteers, and publicizes charity works and events. My name is Shola Matthew, and I am your host. All right, you are welcome to today's episode of the Charity Connect Podcast. My name is Shola Matthew, and today we have a very great guest on our episode of the Charity Connect Podcast. He graduated from the University of Adwekiti, which is now Ekiti State University, where he holds a bachelor degree in microbiology. He has attended advanced training in project evaluation in Nigeria, Ghana, Finland, and the UK. He is the founder and the international coordinator of the Global Youth Coalition Against Cancer, that is GYCC. You're welcome to today's episode of the Charity Connect Podcast. So, sir, Mr. Adeshoga Taiwo, I, I hope I'm correct. <laughs> yeah, you're very correct. <laughs> okay, sir. So, what actually motivated you going into this Kafka Cancer Awareness? Okay, thank you very much. Uh, let me start by thanking God for everything. Uh, because uh, no man receives anything except from God. So um, early in my life, uh, maybe at about the age of 16, I already had an idea of what I wanted to do with my life. I knew I was going to do public health-related job. And then as time went on, I was able to identify uh, some areas I'm very interested in. Uh, while I was growing up, my, my mom was diagnosed with cancer, uh, which she had for about 16 years until she passed on in 2012. Then in 2013, I decided to uh, start the Global Youth Coalition Against Cancer when I was invited for the Women Deliver Conference in Malaysia. Uh, so, uh, and since that time, I have been doing the uh, cancer campaign. What I really, uh, what I'm really interested in is to prevent more women from dying of cancer. And that is my my motivation for doing the cancer campaign uh, that I'm doing currently. Wow. Um, I'm very, very sorry about your mom's dismiss. Uh, So basically what motivated you into going into cancer awareness was actually the dismiss of your mom or? Yeah, it was the... The, the demise of my mom that motivated me to um, start cancer campaign. Wow. Okay. So what exactly, because many people get to hear about cancer, cancer, cancer. What exactly is this cancer and which of the area of this cancer awareness are you really into? Yeah. So when cells in one part of the body begin to divide excessively, uncontrollably, uh, that's how 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 simply I can uh, explain uh, uh, cancer to you, and it can take it can occur in any part of the body. You can it can happen in the uterus, in the breast, in the in the uh, lungs, in the intestine, in the ovary. I mean, in the bones, in the blood. You know, so uh, uh, this is yeah, and uh, there are quite some factors that uh, make people. Uh, to have uh, uh, cancer, so it can develop in any part of the body. A cancerous growth is like if the tumor, you know, so it develops and it just keeps on growing there 
and if care is not taken it can lead to death actually i read an article one of the publishers in nigeria uh, from one dr kende okwade from unilag he says that 14,550 women are down with cervical cancer every year and out of which 9,659 die now what exactly is this cervical cancer and how can it be prevented okay thank you so cervical cancer is the cancer of the cervix so the world the, the world cervical is from the cervix and it is caused by a a virus called human papilloma virus hpv this virus is transmitted through sexual intercourse from a man to a woman okay so for a man that is promiscuous or that meets with uh, different girls it's possible that he, he takes that that virus from uh, one woman to the other uh, so well in in terms of of preventing it one way to do that is to be chased what i mean by that is either you abstain from 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 sex if you're not married or you you're married to a lady and you're faithful uh just don't have unprotected sex with uh, anybody that you do not know, know of, right? And uh, one other thing is that uh, we, we normally advise women to, to go for uh, cervical cancer screening where they are, you know, tested if they have some tendencies to develop that that cancer. So if they are screened of having it, they can be treated early, you know. But if it is not known and it takes time, sure, it will develop to to cervical cancer and most of the time when you 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 detect cancer late it is usually difficult to to prevent so that's just the summary of how i can explain it to you okay thank you very much sir. so you said you got to know what you wanted to do that is just about when you were 16 years old (laughs) that is actually profound because many of us youths uh, don't really know what we actually want to do especially at that age how come you got to know your own at that particular age thank you um i'm not sure where to actually start from because there are quite a, a lot of factors that contributed to me knowing what i want to do early in life um when i had access to some uh health books that time because uh, my dad used to receive some uh, magazines from the UK DFID that time. And I was reading quite a, a lot of stories about health, uh, the environment, uh, peace and uh, security and all of that. So while I was reading these books, I began to have interest in uh, development work. And as time went on, you know, it's something you're passionate about. I just had that passion. You know, I, I wanted a situation where um, everybody would be healthy. And uh, when I also saw that my mom had cancer, I began to read about cancer. I began to do a lot of research on my own. And uh, so, and of course, I also believe that the God factor cannot be ruled out of all of this. So the grace of God, you know, has been there and the, and the the, the fact that I was able to, to read books and I was able to internalize them, I was able to think about them, I was able to see, okay, where do I think I fit in? So due to all of this, I was able to find my path in, in life early and I, and I didn't waste time. Once I knew what I wanted to do, I, I pursued it, you know, finished school, immediately I entered into 
uh, the, the development work. I began to meet people, go for conferences, present my papers and all of that. So it's a, it's a process, actually. Okay. As regards presentation of papers, is it uh, one thing I want to understand is that, is it that people are being called to present papers or you just heard about a conference and you register and then go for such? Oh, definitely. Uh, when there is a conference, there usually is a call for application. And when that happens, you have to, what they are calling for is actually that people who have uh, papers, abstracts, should submit them. They will review your, your papers and if they think it is fit for presentation, you're invited over to come and present it. So this was what, what I did. Actually, the, the first conference I went for in Ghana, it was um, it was a, a divine one, I would say, because I didn't present any paper, yet I was invited. Actually, they, they probably saw me as an upcoming guy, so I was invited for, for that one without presenting paper. But most of the other conferences that I've gone for, maybe about seven others in different countries, I had to present paper. I submitted my, my abstract. They reviewed it and they felt this, this paper is fit for presentation. Then I was invited and, and that was what it, what it was. All right. I, I quickly want to ask you this question before we move on. I've read a couple of your uh, blog posts from your uh, uh, WordPress blog, and um, I just want to ask you one question, that what is the most embarrassing moment of your life? Most embarrassing moment of my life? Wow. Okay. Um, well, okay, that there, there was um, a time... Uh, while I was an undergraduate and I had to and I had to make a presentation, I think that was during my my seminar. Or so, okay. and uh, I'm a very shy person. I'm very shy, but I think now things have changed a little bit. But that time I was very shy and I and I had to really struggle to maintain my my composure in in that process. I felt really really embarrassed. <laughs> That's what I know how that could be, actually. I learned you even um, presented about Ebola during your undergraduate studies. Yeah, my, my seminar topic uh, was Ebola, and I worked under the supervision of late Dr. Ojo, a very wonderful mentor, and uh, he was my supervisor then in University of Adekiti, and he, he was really help, helpful for me. And you know what, the, the knowledge I had then was very useful when there was a Ebola outbreak back then in uh, was it 2014 or thereabouts. And um, I tried to, or let me say I attempted to you know, help uh, provide some uh, awareness about it. So yes, I, I actually did a, did a seminar on Ebola virus in my own undergrad years, yeah. That's great, sir. So now let's talk about your organization, the Global Youth Coalition Against Cancer. What is this organization about and what are the works that you carry out? Okay, so thank you. The, the, the Global Youth Coalition Against Cancer uh, is a network of young cancer prevention advocates. We come together to fight cancer and uh, basically we do uh, advocacy we do awareness uh these are the two primary uh, areas we we work on and uh, there are still some other upcoming uh, aspects we intend to to work on and uh, we have done quite some awareness in nigeria 
uh, in Cameroon, um, in Bangladesh, um, in India, because we have our, our members in those uh, co countries. One of, one of the things that we do very well is the use of the social media to create awareness about cancer. So I normally organize a quarterly uh, tweet chat on uh, cancer where people come together and we talk about topics and we share views. And people from different countries share with us what is happening in in their different countries, how the responses from the government, the, the level of awareness and all of that. It's always an interactive moment for GYCC to talk to people and, and know what exactly is happening in in different countries. And what, what we normally do is that the outcome of this tweet chat are shared with different organizations just for them to use it, you know, to make informed decisions on their programs in, in those places. Okay, that, that, that's great. I actually wanted to talk about that tweet chat um, or the chat on social media before, but since you've mentioned it, I want to ask that when exactly does this chat come up in the year? I know it's quarterly, but when exactly do, does it come up? Yeah, thank you. We, we do not have specific dates. We, we fix a time in the quarter based on activities and uh, what, what we normally do is that we, we share on Facebook when we're going to have the next edition. So we, it, it's, it's in a, I mean, we have it once in a quarter, but the exact date will depend on the whole lot, lot of work and uh, activities. But what, what we do is that we let people know ahead of time that in about two weeks' time or three weeks' time, we are going to have a, a Twitch chat. This is going to be the, the theme of the event, the hashtag, and all of that. We, we provide them to those who want to be a part of it. And the announcement is made on the Global Youth Coalition Against Cancer Facebook page, right? Yes, exactly. Okay, sir. All right. The, there's this organization that I also know that you funded in 2013, which is Center for Knowledge learning and evaluation KLE what is that actually about yeah so if you if you look at my profile you will see that I am into quite a number of things uh, apart from the fact that I am a cancer prevention advocate an advocate yeah. I also have skills in monitoring and evaluation of development projects so in 2013 I decided to you know found the Center for knowledge learning and evaluation in a bid to provide capacity development uh, support for young people who are coming into monitoring and evaluation and as well to help uh, the, the government and other non-governmental organizations in strengthening their monitoring and evaluation systems. So that was why I, I started it then and I, I worked on, on it for a while before I was uh, um, hired by some other organizations to, to do some, some work for, for that. Okay, with all this works and all that, how do you balance life, relationship? I know you're married. <laughs> how, do you balance all, how do you balance all these? You know, we youth and our audience out there, we want to know. How, how do you balance, you know, time management and all this? How do you balance your life? <laughs> well, um, it's, uh, I have to just uh, be, be honest with you that these activities are time-consuming, but uh, somehow you, you, you have to, to give place for career, give a place for relationship, give a place for God, 
give a place for every other thing. Uh, and be, because you, you cannot um, focus on a part of, of your life and leave the, the other part. You have to be all around, you know, ensuring that everything keeps going on well. So I have to just manage my time pro- properly to ensure that everything keeps keeps going. I would not know how to say that I do this, but what I do is I have my normal um uh, I have my diary, I have my schedules, and I know when to do what. So I, I apportion time to every of my activities, and that's how I try to, to manage it. So basically, it's all about planning, right? Definitely, proper planning. Okay, while growing up, what has been your challenge, especially in starting your NGO? What was your major challenge while starting up? Well, I think the major challenge I have had Specifically with GYCC has been funding. Funding is a big issue. Uh, I, I tried to get some funding. In fact, when I started, I used my personal funds to do most of the campaign that I did then. You know, I, I sponsored most of the things that I did. I mean, I did personally. Uh, so, but somehow we still have to be friends. And I, I remember at the time I had to, I had to write, uh, I had to write to, to my, my friends because they knew what I, what I was doing and they, they loved it. So when, when I told them and I said, hello guys, you all know that I've been doing this passionately. I, at this point, I'm kind of stuck and I need help. Yeah. Some of them really you know, responded and they gave me some, some support. So I've gotten a, a lot of support from family and uh, friends, but it still boils down to the fact that funding is a challenge when you're starting up uh, some, of, some of these things. Okay, apart from getting funds from your friends and families, what other channel of fund can you advise youth, especially that are starting up NGOs in Nigeria and other, con- other countries in the world? What other channels can they um, source for funds? One, one other ch- channel that I would advise is you get funding from donor organizations. These guys give out money, but they don't just give out money. They want to know what you want to do with their money. They want accountability. And you must have demonstrated a track record of commitment to the cause. Because anybody can just wake up one morning and say, I want to to request for funding to do something, something, something. But your, your donors want to be very sure that you are sincere, you are genuine, and you are committed. So what I would advise, apart from you get, getting funds from family and friends, is this, you start your organization first. Have your clear vision, mission, and objectives. Then you can begin to ask for small grants. When you get a small grant, you do what you, what you, you can do as an, as an evidence that if you get a bigger fund, you, you will do more. So you, you, you can get funds uh, from... Uh, donor organizations in some other countries too the government give them funds you know so if in your country your your government gives funds to young people who are starting organizations of course you can also ex- explore that and it is possible that you, you find uh, philanthropists who have plenty of money or much i mean they have enough money to also give you part of part of it so in, in your country if you have a philanthropist there sure you can talk to them about the possibility of getting fund from them so these are the other possible areas you can get for in addition to your personal uh, savings and money from your family and, and friends 
All right. Thank you very, very much, Mr. Chao Adesoba. We are really glad to have you on this episode of the Charity Connect podcast. Now, I want you to have this final say for the youth, though maybe you advise for the youth and our listeners over there. Yeah, what I would advise for my uh, fellow young people is, uh, like I posted in my blog some days ago, be a man and woman of conviction. Know what you want to do. Know what you love to do and pursue it. And let me tell you that it is definite that on your journey, you're going to have challenges, obstacles, which could be personal or, or, or ex- external or whatever. They will always come. But you have to be strong enough to overcome them. And I'm, and I'm sure that I have seen people that without much money, they were able to grow, they were able to advance their courses, they were able to become popular. I mean, they were able to make impact, you know. So you have no, no excuse not to grow. You have no excuse not to advance. And the world does not want to even hear your, your excuse. What the world wants to see is results. So please, let's keep trying. Let's keep working hard to become what God wants us to become. Thank you. Wow. The world doesn't want to hear your excuse. They want to hear your result. All right, so, so where, where, how can people connect with you? Maybe your Twitter, your social media handle, or how can people connect to you? Well, you can reach me on Facebook. On Facebook, my name is Taiwo Peter Adeshoba. I'm on Facebook. I'm also on Twitter, but I think I have closer access to Facebook. I'm on Twitter, I'm on the LinkedIn as well, and uh, yeah, these are the possible platforms with which you can reach me. All right, thank you very much. What can you say about this podcast, just shortly? <laughs> yeah, I am very honest. Uh, I would say that I'm just knowing this podcast for the first time, and I'm wondering how I didn't know all the while. It's a very great platform to help young people, you know, share their views and opinions and i would say that the owner of the of this podcast is doing really really great i'm impressed it is impressive and i will also have to share this podcast among my friend that there's a guy doing you know something really really great i I want to advise him to please keep it up it's a very wonderful platform quite rare very unusual in in nigeria to have this, this kind of platform it's a great one well done thank you sir thank you very much all right, listeners, thank you for joining us today. And we want to say a very big thank you to Mr. Tao Adeshoba for joining us today. And I believe that we've all learned something of the other. So if you have any question or anything to say, you can drop it down in our comments box on our website, charityconnectpodcast.com. Thank you very, very much. We'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Charity Connect Podcast. You can like our Facebook page at Facebook forward slash Charity Connect Podcast. Also, follow at Shola Matthew on Twitter and at Shola underscore Matthew on Instagram. See you on the next episode.